I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, everybody, and welcome. It's another episode of Glamour. Hey, it's okay. Coming to you from the Glamour pod cupboard at Glamour Towers. I'm Joe Elvin. I'm the editor-in-chief of Glamour. And today I'm joined by our social media editor, Kat Brown, and the wonderful actress, Charlotte Riley. And there's going to be just too much truth. Are you ready? And you've made it to another Tuesday at least. I hope that you are enjoying us on a really horrible commute and forgetting everybody else around you who probably smells. Hi, Kat Brown. Oh, hi, Joelle, then. Just checking I'm not smelling that. And welcome, actress extraordinaire, you know her from Peaky Blinders and soon from King Charles III, it's Charlotte Riley. Yay! Hello. Hello. <laughs> How are you? I'm very good. I've just had a really, really, really great cup of tea, so I'm feeling ah. grand. Do you know, yes. It's, that an important, cu- it's an important thing, tea. That Sorry, cup of just... tea was made for you by my assistant, lovely Anna. And I, my rule at Glamour is I don't make anybody a cup of tea and I don't ask anyone to make me a cup of tea because I don't even trust myself to make a decent cup of tea sometimes. Oh, it can be a really controversial subject, can't it? Yes. Brewing length, sugar, yeah. bag I mean, in, bag out. Yeah. I mean, we did have, Kat and I know each other from back in the day, university. Way back, isn't it? How long now? Like Way 16 back. years? Oh, it's longer than that, isn't it? This they shared like, a room, everybody. It feels like literally long, a long-lost family spin-off, uh, but uh, with eight, university roommates. I, I think it's 18 years, Kat. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so I think for the benefit of the Glamour podcasting audience, you better explain the whole deal. The whole deal was yeah. that um, Charlotte and I went to uh, St Cuthbert Society, which is a college in, in Durham, and Durham is split up into all these different colleges, and some of which have luxurious rooms and some of which like cuffs sort of pair you up in twos and yeah. sometimes threes and so on so charlotte was my roommate and uh i was thinking about this on uh, on this morning because i was thinking about all the things that you introduced me to and the two major ones that i remember is dkny perfume really yes Great. and you had a bottle and i thought it was delicious and eventually you let me have it which is incredibly <laughs> kind i think D- dkny is it's such a gateway perfume isn't it it's, it's everybody's first perfume oh it was oh. lovely yeah and then the other one was um and a lot of people might not know this about you because obviously 
uh, acting and playwriting so much more now. But Charlotte is a fantastic artist. And I remember oh. once I was uh, coming back from probably having spent all my money in bo- on booze in the bar. And Charlotte was like, oh, so my life drawing society is looking for models. <laughs> and if you're up for it, you can come and do it for a couple of hours on a Wednesday evening. And I, that was the start of my life modeling career, <laughs> she Charlotte. Was sharing a room with you. She was going to see you naked one way or another. Oh, oh yeah. God. It's just an excuse to see yeah. your boobs. Who do you think would be the worst person to show up at your life drawing class? I, I reckon my dad. I don't think I could cope with Donald that Trump. at all. <laughs> oh, oh, definitely oh. Donald Trump. Oh. I don't care what Donald Trump thinks of my boobs. I don't care. Oh, no, I, no, thought, you meant to draw. I thought you meant to draw. Like, oh, no, I, I, no, I, I mean, no, I mean if you're naked. naked and somebody you know walks in, who would be the worst person you know oh. to walk in? Well, quite a hot guy um, <laughs> from our college turned up once and I was like, uh, oh, okay, well, I'm just sitting here quietly sweating. <laughs> It's attractive. <laughs> Not my biggest win. Glistening pit. <laughs> Have you still got that drawing, Charlotte? I d- do you know what? I don't know. No, what I think Charlotte was, the, Charlotte was the, the gateway. I don't think she ever actually actually drew me. There was no sort of Titanic situation there. Well, she she just lured you in there yeah. and left you there. To be fair, Naked, promise yeah. of money. <laughs> brilliant. I'm in, I'm there. What I do remember is introducing to our room a toasty maker. And I seem to remember that completely revolutionised our breakfasts, lunches and dinner. Is there, a pla- is there a plaque now at the college <laughs> at the scene of that toasty yeah. maker? There should be. Just bread, cheese. That was pretty much our staple I think the only diet. thing that would prevent having a plaque there was that at the same time that we were living there, we were living on the Bailey and across the road, the Harry Potter films were oh, being yeah, made. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is sadly a marginally bigger deal than our university bedroom. I don't yes. believe that at all. Yeah. That's not true. Been walking up every day by the ding dong, ding dong by the, of the Durham Cathedral. Oh. I mean, I mean, looking it, back, it was lovely. Yeah, it was. But oh, at the time... At the time, it was just very loud. hangover, it wasn't and great. And look at you both now. So tell us, you're going to be playing um, the Duchess of Cambridge yeah. in King Charles. Well, in fact, you it's done, it's right? Done. It's coming done, out soon, yeah. Done, dusted, filmed. A lot of that was filmed up north, actually. We did a lot in... Um, Oh, uh, Beverly Minster. So we did, and a lot of and it was did, filmed Oh, that was Leeds. lovely. Poor Beverly. Poor Beverly, yeah. <laughs> that must have been very uncomfortable. Painful. What's Beverly Minster? Sorry. <laughs> it's hashtag Australian. So it's going to be the double <laughs> for Westminster, isn't it? Right. Yeah, I think so. It's, 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 a, it's a, a very large church. If, for anybody who doesn't know what um, Charles III is, a TV adaptation of a play, yeah. which was sort of like a modern version of a history play, like one of Shakespeare's yeah. history plays, imagining what happens when the Queen has died and Charles takes over, and there are some unforeseen consequences of Charles being enlightened, but not necessarily being quite savvy enough. And I saw the original, um, I was trying to remember where on earth it was, like the Almeida. The Almeida, yeah. And I suppose the thing that I wanted to know, first off, was that we've pretty much got the entire original cast, like the sadly late Tim Piggott-Smith heading up as Charles. Mm. But you're sort of almost like the only new addition taking over as Kate. How was that coming into such a close-knit cast? Well, it was... It was, it was interesting because somebody I was talking to a friend about it, saying, "Oh, I'm a bit, I'm a bit nervous about joining this cast that have been touring. You're not touring, but they took it to Broadway, and um, and you know they're, they're going to be really close knit. They they're going to just be really immersed in it." And she said to me, "Well, why not think about it in the same way that you know she's in the similar context to that that, that Kate was in when she joined the family." Oh my god, that's genius! And I was like, "Oh yeah, brilliant!" So I kind of just used it like that. For all of about three hours, and then they were also bloody friendly. That <laughs> that kind of wore off, and I was just, you know, Tim took me, Tim, Tim particularly, and Ollie took me under their wing, and and it was, you know, it was great. It was just 
everybody was just so lovely and and we had a rehearsal period which always helps you don't really get a rehearsal period with things on 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 tv or screen really so to have a rehearsal period because of the language is such a big important part of it um so we had a rehearsal period, so we all got to know each other really well, and yeah, it was good. Do you obsess about what the living person might think of the portrayal, or do you just have to just block that from your mind? Because it must be such a strange thing to play somebody who can watch it, and you haven't—I presume you yeah. haven't had any interaction with no for the role. No. Yeah, um, I think it does cross your mind because you. You know, you don't want to piss anybody off or hurt anybody's feelings. I mean, I'm sure there are people out there who couldn't give less of a toss about stuff like that, but I, I, I do, and I, I, you know, I don't want to feel that um, that she feels betrayed by by it. But equally, you know, the way I had to try and get my head around it was the fact that this isn't real life. We're not betray, portraying something that's actually happened yet. This is Mike Bartlett's interpretation, interpretation yeah. Yeah. of what might happen when when the Queen passes. And I think that allows you to step back. It's Mike Bartlett's Kate, actually. And then, and everybody else who's involved with creating that character. So we're creating, it's, it, it's kind of Kate in a parallel universe. So I think she could perhaps watch that and feel that we're not trying to do a spitting image version of the characters and so I think that they may be able to see the the interesting slant on that so it's, it's sort of a, it's from what I can gather it's somewhere between the Windsors which is like a complete piss take of the royal family and the crown which is like so kind of like you know like trying to be a record of history is it is it like an interpretation and played for irreverence or yeah, I mean, what did you what did you get from so that? So the blank in... verse, I think, is the real yeah. sort of thing that breaks it up. It it just feels more like a lovely interpretation of something old with like real modern references. Yeah. But I have to say though, even though it's not spitting image, and obviously none of you are like doubles at all for your characters, there are moments when I was watching. I watched this last night when I was watching you, and I was like. Is it really weird to say that that looks exactly like a bit of Kate's chin? <laughs> there were just like, like little bits where it just felt like the costume and the makeup yeah. and the hair and everything and you had all come together. And it was just like, yeah, I totally buy that this is Kate. Did, I th- we're, think there just needs to be a flavour, really. Yeah. And, and I think that's what each of us have gone for, whether it's a vocal thing or a physical thing, that you just go for enough of a flavour that the audience can suspend their disbelief enough to go with the story and to go with the premise. How was the accent? Well, it was funny you ask that because for me, I it's always the first place that I start with a yeah. character because being from Teesside, it's not it's not a huge call for uh, shame. S- well, shame. I mean, we need to. It's called. a bit of an outrage, really, isn't it? <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, it's normally the first place that I start, and you know, a big part of um, getting ready for this role was just watching, you know mini bite after mini bite of YouTube videos. Because that's the thing, because you don't no. actually hear her speak no, that, much, that much, which I find a real crying shame, her actually. speech for Heads Together, which was yeah. earlier this year, was, I think, the longest I've ever yeah. heard her speak. speak. Yeah. yeah, but it's quite interesting, because obviously, even at that point, she's on public display, so then you're not ever seeing a, a you know, behind-the-scenes, Kate, and what she's like when she's not on, so Maybe speak. she speaks like you. Maybe she does. I mean, my yeah. mum is a Geordie, so yeah. who knows? To begin with, I went along with making her try to do it exactly sounding like her, but in real life, she's actually more RP, received pronunciation, than, than William is. And the other guys weren't 
going quite as far with that. So it felt like it would stand out a bit. So I had to bring it back a little bit. So everything is, you've got to do it in the context of the other characters mm. as well. So you've got to turn down your graphic. Because William and Harry it. are quite almost quite blokey now. Yeah. For a long time, with particularly Kate and William, I've been thinking, "What's their thing? What you know? They don't really say anything. They don't. They don't stand for anything." But then now, coming out and sort of like championing mental health issues the way they have, I I couldn't be more. I don't know if they're proud of them is the right word. They don't care if I'm proud of them or not. But I just I find it so inspiring and 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 like awesome. We all know people who've had mental health problems, and you know I've had them for years, and it's really it can be really difficult to talk about them when you're sort of going through them at the time. And it's, I think it's just so important that people who are considered to be like the creme de la creme of celebrity um, and and also sort of England can sort of come out and go, well, you know, there is that English and, stiff yeah. up And thing. admit to vulnerability. Yeah, I yeah. think it's incredible. And yeah. because they reach such a huge audience yeah. of all different walks of life, mm. that it just normalises the conversation, doesn't it? Which is what needs to happen, particularly if, 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 if you know, mental health treatments in this country are going to you know it's going to be what would you call it like immediate first aid for that because a lot of the time these issues are caught so far down the line yes and it's a massive you know band-aid situation where it doesn't doesn't really doesn't work the treatment and now hopefully with these kind of issues being raised by important people mm. not important people but people in the public well eye, they are they, I mean they've got they've got the you know some of the most famous people in the world and they I, you know I really it, the, when people say what's the use of the royal family you can look at something like this and go this is an amazing use of yeah. the royal family yeah. I think it's fantastic but I think that's what's interesting about them I think that's what Mike, Mike Bartlett is kind of talking about in the play is that is how they've evolved and they're moving and they're changing. That's what William and Kate are doing. They're making them yes. more relevant and, and, and giving them a, uh, you know, the Queen's done amazing work for our country, but, you know, they're making making deeper roots into making the royal family even more pertinent and, and relevant. And relevant, and, yeah. yeah. Okay, so now, Charlotte, we're going to dive much deeper into emotions yeah. now yeah. with this topic. I'm ready. Uh, we always debate the sort of things that come up in features meetings and we waste loads of time. And so we need you here to lay down the law and tell us what is and isn't okay. Okay. It's all down to you. I'm ready. Hey. Hey, is it okay to use the same emoji over and over again? Now, I can't even remember. Remember when there was no emojis? That was like five minutes oh, ago, times. right? times. Well, we always <laughs> yeah. had emoticons, didn't we? It was sort of like colon, brackets. Oh, that's just too much work for the modern no, woman. Exactly. I like a picture face. What do you think? Have you got a favourite emoji? Ah, uh, it's always the poo. <laughs> Did not see that one yeah. coming. I just love that little, <laughs> so northern. little Mr. Whippy with his little face. <laughs> 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 just I, yeah, I don't use him so much. I, I use I, him all the time and over and over again. And I, I just think that it is a-okay to use the same emoji for a plethora of different reasons. Oh, I love and it. And the poo it's just like works a fingerprint, isn't so it? It's like, it's like a fingerprint. Yeah, she definitely sent that message. It's yeah. definitely, no one's stolen Charlotte's phone. <laughs> but I, I use the crying, laughing one. And But what's even worse is that I use it at the end of something that I think's funny that I've just said. Yeah. And then, so like, you know, so then it's like laughing oh, at dear. your own jokes on a mobile. <laughs> it can be done. Part of the reason that people do end up using the emo- same emoji over and over again is because you end up stuck on that first little board, which is your most yeah. recently used yeah. ones. Yes. Yeah. And you just use those. I mean, what? I mean, by the time I'd scrolled through and found the right emoji to represent penis, for example, because mm. me and my friends, we often have we have like a WhatsApp group, and what we do is we sometimes get bored and 
then have fun trying to find the most appropriate emoji for whatever it is that we're talking <laughs> about. So, you know, the aubergine. And you clearly. just talk about penises yeah. a lot. Yeah, I exactly. mean, that's, that's your right as and a woman. Then, but yeah. Yeah, who has time to scroll through all the boards? But I do like... The dancing Spanish woman with her dress. That's I love like her. That. She is fabulous. I mean, I yeah. have no idea what you're I, I was more outraged than I, than I care to admit when they changed the sassy lady. When they sort of changed her from sort of like really primping her hair mm. to just sort of standing there with her hand like she's missing what? a cup of tea they from it. That? Yeah, they did. Oh. It was a huge scandal. How did you miss this? What, what the one I don't understand? Help me. Which is the one that's like the real grimace? The one where this it's not smiling, it's not frowning, oh, straight teeth. going like that. Yeah. Yeah, See, to me that's that that's frustration be, yeah. to me. But a lot of people use that as like a big grin, and I don't, yeah. don't know where they're coming from. There's a really it. nasty thing uh, with that on Twitter. Shock, 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 surprise. Which is to use that to mean oh. They've just said something like really embarrassing or useless, oh, and I'm really? judging you in that really thin-lipped, cumulus way. Really? Oh, see, I, I use it as a sarcastic. I'm really happy about this, but I'm really not <laughs> sort of a thing. And I like my other favorite one is the the groaning face, which I have to use because I get the jubilee line. Oh, hang on a minute. Yeah. I have to explain to everybody that I'm late again. What's the groaning I think, I think face? It's one where it's you know, sort like, of like lips down and eyes down and just sort of like a bit. Oh, see, it's caught, no, it's caught in the middle of a big bank of This them. is why yeah. I use the same emoji over oh, and over same. again because you could just use poo for that, right? In nice and true. See? You're right, I didn't just, you could just not occurred to me how versatile this was. I can crowbar poo into <laughs> any situation. Well, like. you do have a baby as well, don't you? So that's exactly. it's that very much it works on for everything on the brain. Yeah. The last year's most popular uh, emoji on Instagram was the red heart, which is very sweet. Oh, really? Ah, oh, there we go. That's the, the sort of irony. It's a bit hashtag bliss, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's boring. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care about the heart. No, bring back, <laughs> no. bring back the aubergines. Although I do like the face with the heart eyes. Oh, yeah, I use that a lot. Normally yeah. for pictures of dogs. Yeah. So with my friends on this, this WhatsApp thing, they all said to me, Charlotte, you've got to get with the times and like update your phone so that you can get all the emojis because all of their... Did you ever have a period of time? You won't. Of course, you guys work at Glamour. Of course, you'd get all the right emojis. I would literally be fired. But <laughs> no, I, I, I'm, I'm aliens always behind so the times. Long, like an alien in a box. So they'd send all these emojis. And I was oh, like, why yes. are you sending me aliens in a box? This doesn't mean like, update your phone for God's sake. Yeah. So what I did. is this, like 2002? So I did, and then I started sending all these and emoji still messages. Still with the poo. Still with the poo. And yeah. they're like, Charlotte, this makes no sense. I'm like, of course <laughs> it does. They're like, okay, well, what does it mean? I mean, I said, well, you know, I'm happy, but then there's the girl who's dancing, which means I'm celebrating because you're coming over. And uh, no, it doesn't make and any I'm, sense. And I'm Charlotte. having a poo. I'm so happy <laughs> that you're coming over. <laughs> If you're enjoying Glamour Hey It's Okay, why don't you get involved? We would love to hear from you and your suggestions for our topics to debate. I don't know, maybe you and your friends have been chatting about something. Maybe you've seen something in Glamour Magazine that's sparked some conversation. Do get in touch at editor at glamourmagazine.co.uk with your suggestions and you never know, we may well be debating them very soon. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. We are all ladies and proper ladies at that. Work at glamour and glamorous television shows and things like that. So I'm sure we're going to all agree. Is it okay to never wear matching underwear? Surely, surely you do, ladies. <laughs> well, sometimes it's the I'm same just, colour. I don't even remember what I put on an hour ago. No, I don't I think never I have. wear matching underwear. And when, when is the tipping point? Because like during my 20s, when I was arguably the poorest I've ever been in my life. This is so true. I spent all my time buying matching underwear because I was convinced that that was a sign that I was a functioning human. Exactly. Just and then I never wore it and it sat there for like a special occasion and it yeah. never got, got worn because I was like, the special occasion hasn't arisen yet. It's just going to stay. And then it just sits there. Then you grow out of it because... Do you know what winds me up about matching underwear is it's always sort of fancy fabrics, isn't it? You cut... So you will wear like... And I will sometimes. So I'll wear the bra and the knicker set. But of course, the knickers need washing more than the bra. So then you've got a laundry full of smalls that need hand washing. That with all your mismatched bras, and I, I, you know, sometimes and they're all covered in like lace, so they'll yeah. get grey in about two bloody and seconds. I mean, you can't some... wear them over anything sheer because no. then the lace no. gets pulled no. through. But yeah. sometimes those knickers, I'm going to tell everybody, will sit in the washing basket because they're hand washed for like three months. Yeah, who can Easy. be asked to do that? Easy. But then, how many times will you wear a bra before you wash it? I'm going to be really honest. Oh God, that was that was a sideswipe, Joe. I'm not prepared for that question. <laughs> no, I have to say I do it a lot more now since I discovered. God, this is so boring. But a really, it's really good boring. washing liquid. Um, I went to Rigby and Pella a while ago. Thanks, very fancy. God, you're so fancy. You see, I, really fancy. I don't think really I've fancy. ever been to Rigby and <laughs> Pella. I just wanted to be fitted properly. I was fed up with wearing uh, like bras that didn't fit. And I actually ended up coming out feeling as though I'd had like surgery because my, my new bras were so substantially huger in size than what I'd been wearing. But the, the main off. thing I came away yeah. with, they still look exactly the same, was this thing called soak. And you literally stub a capsule of it in, <gasps> I thought in you the said sink. This thing called soap. I <laughs> 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 was so excited to hear about this amazingly revelation in cleaning. Blimey, that explains shove a lot. it in the sink yeah. and then hang yeah. it up and leave it to dry and it's the yeah. laziest thing. But do you use one of those fancy little bags that you meant to put your under? Who I do. Has them? Yeah, you I do. do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, you're posh. Yeah, I know, you know, when you get to a certain age, Charlotte, it's the law you've got to go to Lakeland at least once a year. And put stock your... up on things like that. And what do you put in that? I put my smalls in there. You and I also and your bras. I recently did discover the hand washing cycle on the machine. That was like, yeah, I mean, I was felt so grown up when work. that happened. It doesn't work. It no. still shrinks everything. Really? Yeah. Yeah. This is literally just it. Cap full of this stuff in the sink, mm. leave it hand, and hang it up. But, and oh. did you, I mean, my mother never said to me, it seems because she's Australian, this, it seems to be like an English thing that, you know, but what if you get hit by a bus? I mean, oh, yeah. I then think, the, then I'd yeah. be really upset. Do you think that would be like, problem I'm sorry, we can't treat this woman. <laughs> 
Her knickers are not the same colour as her bra. <laughs> that might happen. I don't know. You don't know. When is, I- she, is your mum kind of hoping that like the ambulance guy is going to like see her underwear and go, Fwah. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Maybe that's how mothers are just thinking it's an opportunity to meet a guy, you know, oh, and you want to really impress them. I don't know. Did you get posh underwear for your wedding? Oh, God. Um, I probably, I can't remember. This is where I confess. I just borrowed a pair of my husband's pants. Because then I thought, someone borrowed something blue. At that point, I didn't want to spend like 50, 70, well, God that's knows how many pounds on a pair it's of It's because knickers. hardly anyone sees it. It just, it, that and gym gear, it just really bums me out to spend money on it. Yeah, gym gear. Yeah. <sighs> Nowhere. No. You've got to have the baggy gym wear, otherwise you can then see, you know. It's got to be baggy. Yeah. Yeah, and it's got to be at least 10 years old. Otherwise, I don't like looking like one of those people in the gym who's just walked out of an Olivia Newton-John video. Do you know what I mean? I just oh, don't. Yeah. I feel really self-conscious. I'd much I would rather go like in to rags. Be that person, though. That no. sounds pretty cool. No, celebration emoji. So it's not a good. It's not a good look if you're sort of like in your banging fluoro green lycra and then you pass out on the treadmill. You sort of want it. You need to be. You need to live the brand. You need if to you're look gonna, like you're not taking it too seriously. Yeah. So when you do pass out, it's all right. Ironically, yeah. the gym is actually the one place where I think matching underwear is something that I might like, just because everybody is now wearing really cool sports bras and like these amazing vests, and then the. Their tights all look really good, and I'm wearing some old crap that I've had for about but you six don't, years. You need nice, breathable, sensible cotton for the gym. You Thanks, Mum. You don't need hideous, sweaty lace at the gym. You don't need oh, to. God, imagine. You don't no. need to add a yeast infection to all your, your <laughs> oh, list of problems. Yummy. I haven't yeah. even mastered downward dog yet. Bloody hell. Yeah, I know. So I'm saying, I don't know who made the rule about matching underwear. It looks nice in my drawer. It hardly I ever just, gets a day out. No, nah. I, I think they need to design. Like super nice bras, but then just have a variation of not so quite expensive pants that go with them. So then you can buy like three or four pairs. Charlotte, of pants. do you want to go into business together? Yeah, yeah. let's do it. This is going to happen. See, and then we don't have it's this. It's going like, to be cotton. The... It's going to have a poo emoji printed <laughs> on, on the and back. And I wash them all in the sink. Yeah. And then you can have no yeast infection here written on yep, the front. Yep. Yeah, I'm telling you. So just in case Kat and I forget when we're going to the gym, this not to wear fine. our lazy posh yes. underwear. This time next year, Rogers, we'll be millionaires. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> okay, everybody. Uh, I know that every week more and more of you are joining in and listening to the conversation on Hey, It's Okay. And we are loving seeing your reviews on iTunes. So please do keep them coming in. And as promised... From time to time, if you leave a review, you might end up getting a little prize. And today's lucky winner is Ellen Cove. I hope I'm saying that right, Ellen. C-O-F-E. Ellen Cove, I love your review. I've just found these podcasts and have realized, yes, it's okay. I'm okay. And it's probably going to be okay. I've laughed and had a little cry. I've run. I've walked. And I've sat in traffic with you and loved every minute. I've even gone out and bought and rediscovered my love for a real live magazine. I hope you mean glamour when you say that. In my hand and not on a screen. But most of all, yes, Claudia, Rupert Campbell Black, I was gutted too. You'll have to mine through the archives. It's something from our sexiest sexiest men uh, one, I think probably thank you no thank you ellen um if you email us at editor at glamourmagazine.co.uk you will be getting a present hand-picked by me do keep them coming in all right now i know that uh when you saw this topic charlotte riley you yes. pretty much leapt out of your skin as like, i want to talk about this <laughs> is it okay to not want to travel the world i feel like i'm going to cede the floor to you i need to hear your oh. thoughts my god do you know what i have lived with the shame of not wanting to travel anywhere you feel shame about it oh my god i felt i I used to i used to feel terrible about the fact that 
everybody was talking about wanting to go to Australia and wanting to go to China and wanting to explore Cuba and wanting to just go to these far out places and see, you know, it's kind of a thing, isn't it? That it's like as a human being, one of the simple aspects of being human is going to other countries, seeing other cultures, meeting other human beings. And it's kind of why people work so that they can take time off and then travel. I don't want to travel. <laughs> I have no interest, zero interest in traveling. And like, this is not something I'm proud about. It's literally the kind of like maybe the second and third people that I've ever talked to about this but I feel quite good about getting it off my chest actually and I just think there's probably other people like me out there oh, and totally. do you know what it's okay to have, not have, want to leave I have to confess I'm I am one of those Are other people really? honestly I that actually really surprises me down as that yeah. I really don't yeah no, I I think it was because I never wanted to like travel around the world and have a gap year or something no me neither I think because I was doing languages at university and I wasn't quite really good enough at them yet and I was like I barely looked at France and I barely like set foot in Italy so it feels a bit ambitious to go you know what guys I'm going Bombay to t- yeah. <laughs> and also I, th- I think there's the other boring reason which is that I'm very pale very redhead and the minute I, that is set foot anywhere exciting I'm basically stuck inside with air conditioning and I can't enjoy it and, and I, I hate to bring it back to poo again but I'm one of those people that you don't hate to I, at all I, I, no, I don't <laughs> like, no. I, I, but I always get sick like I go somewhere I eat food I get sick I get diarrhea I'm I mean, I'm out for the first yeah. week. I hate jet lag. You get on a plane. Everybody's like, yeah, let's just go to Thailand for like, not everybody, but some people are like, why would you go somewhere where you get jet lag for a holiday? That makes no sense to me. But if you go for a long time. No, but you don't, who gets really to go for a long That's time? That's the thing. I mean, you, it's you so funny. You get jet lag for a week. You have like a week of like, yeah, this is nice. And you come home and then you have more jet lag and then you're tired yeah. again. When why you're traveling, you it's more like you're flicking through the pages of something. You don't exactly. like, my husband and I went on a road trip for our honeymoon last year and we went through California and it was lovely and originally we were going to do like all of the United States until we remembered that they're (laughs) huge and actually even doing California and thinking to ourselves okay well we've broken this down we'll be able to really get to know it and everything it turns out the California is also fucking enormous (laughs) yeah and after a while I was just like I'm actually quite pissed off because I want to this is so beautiful but I want to be able to get to know each of these places more but we can't because we've got to go and so, so your solution is not to go to any of them. Yeah. None of these yeah. places. Yeah. Then you don't get disappointed. Just, the thing is, it's so weird to hear, and, and not judging at all. It's like, this is your <laughs> truth and you own it, ladies. Like, it's like, no judgment in the Hey, It's Okay podcast. But I'm from Australia and I grew up, like, you know, just feeling so cut off from the rest yeah. of the world and so like I must be missing out on something. So it has never occurred to me to not to travel. And I don't want to misrepresent myself. I'm certainly, I haven't been to every exotic locale that you can think of. But I don't know. I just kind of feel like even the jet lag and even the diarrhea and things like that are sometimes just part of all the war stories to come back. And, oh, yeah. And, and do you know, I, I know it's like a badge. It's like a Girl Scout badge. I am one of those even more hideous people who then when I'm forced to go somewhere I absolutely love it (laughs) and then I've complained about going I don't want to go but the thing is is that I have managed to convince the people that I've ever been traveling with can we not do museums and the touristy oh yeah yeah and then then it's like okay great we have a pact we're not doing museums that's great and then I have a good time I mean when I was backpacking that you know I, I definitely reached my church 
quote I mean, her. who cares? And then you churches, take a picture in you know, front of a church that you never look at again. They're beautiful, but it, it does get to the point where you've seen one sort of saint yeah. strung up on a stained glass window. You've kind of seen them all. Mm. That's it. I think Sorry, baby Jesus. Big fan of spending longer periods of time in a place, yes, I think. Yes, I completely yes. agree. Where you get to settle in. I, but yes. travelling, I don't, I don't yes. want to go and find myself... Like, like wandering around a, a, like a beach Aimlessly. and then wandering somewhere else. Yeah. Exactly. I want to be able to like put down my bags and settle in for a bit and yeah. get try and get under the skin of a place. The best a bit times more. I've ever had traveling is when I've like worked in a place because then you have time to kind of just discover all the the little nuances of a, of a place rather than being. I'm going to go somewhere for two weeks and then you... F- I hate the pressure, like the pressure. Of, I've got oh, to say yes. that because I've, I've, I'm only ever going to get to go there once and then I've got to find... I just think that I did this in a, in a previous life. That's what I'm I just, do. I'm just... I did travelling in a previous life and this life, I'm like, <laughs> I'm done. But I'm, I'm, done. I'm, I'm fascinated with the, you know, the 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 apologetic tone. You, I, know, I think I that just, it's, it's very interesting. It is something that we're all supposed to want to do. Yeah. I think it's, the shame thing I understand I, yeah. because it's it's almost like admitting that you're not a curious person yes, which is, is not the case yeah. at all and I think there are like, the, there's one place in the world that I have been dying to go to but just haven't got around to because I'm lazy and not organized enough and also I have to get on a long plane um New Zealand I would love to go yes, to me too, probably because yeah. it's almost exactly like England rather <laughs> tragically but there is um there's this place in the North Island called Napier which is an art deco town and every year they have a huge art deco festival and I just love the idea of that, partly because it feels a little bit like walking into like Kiwi Gilmore Girls or something. Yeah, but I, nice. I want to go to New Zealand and I've just finished reading that book, uh, Living Danishly. And she describes, talks about Denmark. I just want to go to Denmark. And I'm just thinking about bacon pastry. now. Yeah, so you pastry. do want to travel the world. I do. Oh my I just, God. Only like being like, if I'm, you know, I like these ideas. Purpose. Am I ever going to do it? Who yeah. Knows? I mean, wh- what I am with you and I mean, how hateful are airports these days? Oh. There's just, it's the seventh circle of hell every time. And especially when you go to America, it now takes you an average of two hours to get out of the airport when you arrive in America, just because of yeah. the, the security systems yeah. and the double fingerprinting and all this sort of thing. Feeling really good about my trip to Vegas next week well yeah I mean but I'm going to get onto snacks, the skin of Vegas snacks. you and need snacks you, you definitely need to psychologically prepare because you do that long flight and you think brilliant I'm, I'm here, here and yeah. then it takes hours to get out of the airport in America Sorry, I love you, America. I love coming to America, but that's... And then people who travel with children, they're like, yeah, let's just go somewhere, like, fun with the kids that's, like, six hours away or something. Why, why, why? Just go to Cornwall. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's also six flipping yeah, hours away. Yeah, you've but got a baby. Have you done... You have, have, no, you've definitely <laughs> not travelling further than, like, two hours Ooh, away. A car seems... journey with a baby to Cornwall, that's... No. Well, no. I, mean, I think it seems to be the case that when they are tiny, um, they're actually more portable. Well, that's what so everybody my friend, says. Yeah, well, no, my friend took, uh, took my goddaughter to Colombia for, like, six weeks, and she basically just snoozed the entire way because she was mini. So just wait, how old's your baby? 18 months. Oh. Wait, wait, a little <laughs> bit older, wait, and then it'll be the most inconvenient time right. that that child says, I need a poo! <laughs> yeah. And then just to come back to your favourite subject but you know well, there we go. you'll be excited and you'll get to send someone an emoji text explaining how you had to stop for a poo on the motorway somewhere I, I just literally on the motorway <laughs> yeah. I just basically feel that I, like, I'm admitting that I'm a big fat scaredy cat about going places that's why I feel like oh my god I'm not sharing this with anybody what? why I've decided to share this today what about if we agree sure. in that case that it's, it's okay to do either but it's particularly okay if you want to go to places yes. and not necessarily just do it. travel and it's okay, okay to just feel the way you feel about a subject, <laughs> I think. Uh, 
Thanks, guys. Yeah. I feel like I got a lot off my chest. It's like it all (sighs) emotions run high in the pod cupboard, but we always get there in the end. Thank you so much, Charlotte Riley. And please tell us when we can see King Charles III. Out in May on Chanel on BBC Two. Thank you. We got there in the end. BBC Two (laughs) in May. Thank you so much, Auntie Cat Brown. Hello. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you very much for listening to Hey It's Okay. Sorry about all the poo talk. We won't invite it back. We're not sorry about yeah. it. <laughs> Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.